Hi, and welcome to the Clay Soul Podcast. I'm Christian Dev Nicole, the host, and I'm so grateful that you are here listening. Today, you and I will unpack the beliefs that have held us back from being who we are designed to be and from creating the life we love. Together, we'll dismantle doubt, hold space for healing, and practice self-love in real, tangible ways. Grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and get ready to manifest the life you're meant to live. to the Clay Soul Podcast. I'm so glad to talk to you today. I know that I say that every time, but I mean it every time. Today, we're going to talk more from the top of my mind. And I just want you to know that this is going to be constructive, but also kind of a rant in a way, because I had a whole nother episode planned, outlined and everything for this recording. And then today I went to go record and my gut intuition was like, we're not talking about that today, babe. (laughs) So if you like astrology, if you like human design, you like numerology or other spiritual tools and you use them, but you don't have an extensive knowledge about them, this episode is specifically for you. I am going to hopefully radically change your mind about these things and not in a sense of like, you know, make you believe a different thing about these things as much as like make you understand these things in a better light. Hopefully we'll see. Um, I, again, am happy you're here and I'm ready to get started. And honestly, it all starts with Reddit. (laughs) I know I sound so crazy, (laughs) but it all starts with Reddit. And I feel like if you've been on Reddit, that maybe not is not that crazy of a statement, but astrology Reddit and astrology human design has actually been getting on my nerves. It's been pissing me off. And I know that people mean well, but what has been discussed and the way people approach things on there, it's just pissing me off. And I think Explaining this in a long format is perfect. I can't go over this on TikTok enough. You know, I've already actually mentioned it on TikTok like three times. And I don't know if the dots are connecting, but I also feel like, you know, TikTok is such a space that is so short form that it's really hard to hone in on a big picture concept like this. Um, So here I am. I'm going to dive into not only why it's pissing me off, but like kind of like a better way to go about things and and a better mindset to have. Um, So let's first start with the fact that people don't know how to use astrology and human design and spiritual tools. People don't know how to use them. And I call them spiritual tools because in my opinion, as I've discussed with y'all at length in different episodes, we talk a lot about spirituality and religion. I have a lot of background in that too. So it's, of course, it's a big deal to me. But you know that when I call them these spiritual tools, you know it's because I don't see them as religion. I think if you grew up in a 
organized religion background, a more systematic religion like Christianity, um, Islam, Catholicism, Judaism, stuff like that. You see other forms of spirituality as religions, but they're not. They're not the same. And I actually had a mini, (laughs) not so much an argument, but just like this little spat I had with someone a few weeks back um, because they were trying to say something about spirituality and I was telling them, no, it's not the same. He was Catholic. I was like, no, it's not the same. They're actually different. And you're trying to put expectations on the spiritual world that are only exclusively for people that are Catholic or Christian. And he was trying to say that religion and spirituality are the same thing. They're not. And that's why that's a problem. I think a lot of times we view them the same, but they're not. Spirituality is more like a tool or a method to tap into the spiritual realm and supernatural realm, but it isn't something to be worshipped. Like, the crystals don't need to be worshipped. The stars in the sky don't need to be worshipped. And they're not actually worshipped. If you're using these systems correctly, it's not so much that you're worshipping them as much as you're just acknowledging that when you use this or you do this or you read about this, it brings clarity on certain topics and certain aspects of life. That's how that works. <laughs> so I think some of y'all are not using it right because when I go on Reddit and I see these people probably meaning well, I'm sure probably in a lot of distress, honestly, based on some of the questions, y'all don't understand <laughs> that these things are not tools for diagnosis. They're not a get, not get rich, but they're like a, they're not a get fixed quick system. You know what I mean? Like they're not these things where like you can say, I have this problem, read my chart and tell me how to fix it. I've seen that though. I've seen that constantly all day, every day on these, on these forums where, and on TikTok too, where it's like people are putting the cart before the horse and people are asking the craziest questions that like literally are not even really relevant to how you use these systems, how you use these tools. Like I've seen people say, I actually, I've seen a lot of questions. Um, One in particular was saying, you know, my life is so depressing. I'm so depressed. How do I fix this? And then they put their birth chart on there. And I've seen people ask about, you know, what kind of business should I start based on my birth chart? And I've had people reach out to me. This one guy reached out to me and he asked me just a couple questions about his chart. I told him like, if you want me to do full reading, that takes me time and I'm worth my time. So I do charge, but he just wanted a a few pointers. And one of the pointers he kept asking about was if he has sex appeal (laughs) based on his chart. And I think the worst one I saw, and again, these people probably mean well, but the worst one I saw was the one where Someone said, should I use, or should I (laughs) use, should I have children or am I doomed? And they put up their birth chart. And I also see somewhat similar things on the human design thread, but I do feel like it's mostly in the astrology section and not the human design section. That people are asking these things. I think in the human design section, the real issue that I see a lot there is people get really caught up in the like, 
logistical shit that doesn't actually matter like at the end of the day i think people there really get caught up in these like super fine details about ra and um his legacy and the things he said and it's like fuck that like y'all need to get over it like (laughs) i know we like talking about it but at the end of the day it's like how long are you going to talk about the same it's the same lectures he did like no offense but he he's passed he's gone and like constantly obsessing over these nitty-gritty details that really don't matter in the long scheme of human design and how it works is just stupid to me um but anyway i just see a lot of that just arbitrary conversation where people are so obsessed with putting the cart before the horse and they're so obsessed with saying like how do I fix this based on this? Or or how does this tiny little detail m- measure up big deal? And it's like, it's not a big deal like that. Like you're, you're focused too much on the getting fixed quick scheme and not on what it's actually for and what it's actually um, supposed to do for you and how you're supposed to interpret things. And again, I do think a lot of that is rooted in not being able to read your charts and not being able to understand, not having someone in your corner to speak about that to you. But I do see some people that I think do have an understanding of certain aspects of their chart, but they still use it as if it's this diagnosis, I have a problem, how do you fix me? I do think a large reason we have this mindset is because of the way our society is shaped. It's very much shaped like, you have a problem, go figure out how to fix it in the next 24 hours, and if you can't figure out how to fix it, go ask somebody. And if they don't know your SOL, and everything's ruined. And now you got to go do all this stuff to like figure something else out. That's how society, in my opinion, kind of takes problems. They see problems as um, nuisances. They see issues as, um, it's like when you're sick and you go to the doctor and this is no shade on doctors. I almost wanted to become a surgeon. So this is no shade on y'all. But it's like the system is so set up on this like, retroactive process of let me wait till I have the problem and then freak out and then go ask someone how to like fix the symptom instead of me being more prescriptive and being more proactive and doing the stuff I need to do ahead of time so I don't really even have the problem to ask about you see what I'm saying and so I do feel like that happens a lot with spirituality especially astrology but also human design numerology things like that i think people are getting too obsessive about these details that don't actually matter in the grand scheme of things and i'm not saying that their problems don't matter but it's just like you're too focused on the problem you're too focused on the issue and you know i was actually going to talk about abundance mindset so this does connect a little to that in that if you're so focused on the problem you can't have the abundance mindset to get over the problem If you're so focused on what's wrong, you do not have the joy, you do not have the peace, you do not have the love for yourself to overcome the problem because your eyes are fixed on the fact that I have this problem. Let me obsess over this problem. I just got to figure out, I'm panicking and I just have to figure out how to fix this one problem. And I can say all this because I've been you. I've been there. I've been in your shoes, trust me. And I'm not in them now. Thank God, I'm so happy. (laughs) God, universe, whoever we want to call it, God with a lowercase g. I'm happy that I'm not there anymore because it sucked. And I'm so thankful that I have an abundance mindset now to where like, 
even on my not so great days, they are way better than my bad days in the past. They're better than some of my good days in the past because I have so much clarity, certainty, and self-security. But that happened because I stopped focusing on these fine details of, I have migraines every day. Let me go figure out what astrology is telling me about this migraine. You know, like (laughs) it's not going to help you. You're using it wrong. This is not how you use astrology, human design, numerology, anything spiritual. That's not how you use it. That's not what it's for. And you got to get out of that mindset in order to optimize on it. Because the truth is you are uniquely powerful. And astrology, human design, numerology, I keep quoting them, but like, you know, gene keys and um, if we really want to get into the chakra system and I Ching and and the Kabbalist tree and all those things, all of them, they're designed to show you how you are uniquely powerful. That's the whole point of spirituality, really, is to show you how you are uniquely powerful within you. And if you just shut your mouth long enough and shut your mind long enough to give it space and room to breathe and actually grow and believe in goodness, you don't worry about this stuff. And it doesn't matter what religion you're a part of. You could be a Christian and still tap into this and level up in your mind. And you just use different terms or whatever, but it's still the same thing. Essentially, all it is, is like not fixing your mind on shit. Fix your mind on faith. (laughs) Right? But the way we use spiritual tools like these needs to be reevaluated so that we can then tap into our unique power. I use that phrase a lot. I actually just started um, selling my guide and it's linked in the show notes of this episode, but I just started selling my guide on how to understand astrology and human design in plain terms while also seeing the correlations between the two so you can use them as one system. And I also use it a lot on my TikTok because I've been explaining all the journal prompts that I do. I've been explaining all the like, experiences that I've had in this healing process. And so I say this phrase a lot, but it's because I mean it. It's like not an arbitrary phrase. I didn't just come up with it to sound cool. I genuinely mean we are uniquely designed. You are uniquely designed to work in a certain way and to be powerful in a certain way. I'm uniquely designed to do the same. And we're not the same. We can't be the same. We coexist together because we have differences that need to be optimized and function together. We all fit together as a puzzle. But if you're busy trying to troubleshoot every little damn thing in your life, instead of like taking a step back and really figuring out why you're uniquely powerful and how to activate that, you're not going to fit in the system of evolution that this whole collective universe needs to move forward in. Now, I can dive into that for a whole nother segment, but I won't. But I do believe that like collectively humanity, especially with us moving, Pluto is moving into Aquarius and actually going to stay there this time. It went retrograde back in cap for a little bit. Um, It's staying in Aquarius. And those of us like me that have Aquarius placements, we're going to be doing a lot in this time. Um, Just saying that out loud. Um, But in general, there's just everybody's going to be going through a lot of shifts and a lot of changes because of what that means. Because of the characteristics of Pluto, because of the characteristics of Aquarius, and then, of course, all the other planets and how they're 
shifting, how the North Node is in Aries and the South Node is in Libra. We went through all these retrogrades. Like it's very rare to have seven at once, but we did. This is all on purpose for something bigger and we're moving towards something bigger. And when we're so focused on these minute things, we are not cluing into the fact that like, okay, I, I know you're worried right now about how you feel, but there's a waterfall up ahead <laughs> and we're all going down it. And we're destined to go down it so that we can continue along. And I just want to help you get out of that mode <laughs> because I'm so sick of seeing people ask about these things that like, yes, I know seems so damn important. But if you look at your charts correctly, you won't have to like even ask. You won't have to ask. And I know this from personal experience. I had a phase where I was like constantly trying to figure out really sinistry because I'm not the best at sinistry. I'm getting better at sinistry, which is just how you look at like how two people or basically two birth charts. It could be a birth chart for a business even. But you just look out like two people mesh together based on their placements. And I was obsessing over it because, you know, the season I'm in in life right now, as I mentioned tons of times before, um, has a lot to do with love, but also loving myself and not abandoning myself. And so I've looked at a lot, a lot of synastry. And I just, it got, it came down to the fact that like, at the end of the day, it's not so much about the synastry as much as about listening to my intuition and remembering my unique power and loving myself, optimizing my energy, doing those important things so that I can stand on my two feet because I've been dangling for years and it's time for me to stand on my two feet and be secure in myself. And if the other things work out, the other things work out and that's exciting and that's great. But that has nothing to do with me and my unique power. That's extra. And I'm grateful, obviously, so grateful to experience the love that I want in my life. But I also need to be secure in myself, <laughs> right? And I had to learn that for myself. And as I learned how to practice astrology and human design more effectively, I let go of trying to figure out all these little details to the point to where like, I really don't care about the daily transits that much. I don't really care about the daily horoscopes that much. Like, and I don't think anyone really needs to care that much about daily horoscopes. I believe what people really need to do is better understand their specific chart, their specific design, understand what it means for them and understand what steps they should take to optimize on these things. And then as they heal and gain clarity, they don't have to like look at all these fine details and they can just trust that as the planets move and as transits happen, we will be affected in ways that shape us into better people. The end, like that's, that's the whole point in my opinion. <laughs> and I know some people use it differently. Um, some people use it for, leveling up your small business. Some people use it for specifically with love and relationships. It's whatever you want to do technically. But I think ultimately those of us that have moved more into the mature phase of using these things, all of us understand that trying to troubleshoot those itty bitty things is not the vibe. That's not what's going on. That's not what you need to do. 
And I hear it time and time again from people that, you know, have studied for only two years longer than me, for people that have studied only six months less than me, for people that have studied for 10 years longer than me. I hear it over and over. If you are mature in how you use astrology, human design, and spiritual tools of that nature, you are not looking for those tiny aspects of life because you essentially understand the point, which is to recognize why you work the way you work and how to better work as time goes on. It's really that easy. It's that straightforward. Now let's actually get into my philosophy on that because that was like the little rant portion. (laughs) That was me ranting. And now let's move forward into like the actual things I'm trying to say. Like I mentioned before, I created a guide. My intuition was telling me I should look into something months ago and now by the way these episodes I record them and they don't come out for another like four to six weeks from when I record them so every time I say something on here I love 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 that I'm like getting it out but I also like want y'all to know like you're about a month or so behind me (laughs) so Try to like check in with me on TikTok or something so that you can be more up to date in in time. But I created this guide because my intuition was telling me right towards the very beginning, like the first two or three days of me getting into human design like three or four months ago. Was it three or four months ago? Five months ago? I don't remember when, but it was some time ago now. Um my intuition was telling me to look into a certain aspect of it. And that was how astrology and human design flow as one system and how to make that practical. Because I feel like spirituality, people get so into how out there and grandiose it can be that it's not practical. It is not rooted in something people can actually tangibly use. People see spiritual people as these people that go live on the edge of the woods or go on these meditation retreats. And that does happen sometimes, but like it doesn't have to look like that in your life. It can be really, really practical and you can activate it today. And so I trusted that that was something that I probably should do. And then when I would bring it up with people, some people would say like, maybe you need to look into that. And so I continued to like, respond to that and say okay I need to create this guide it really illuminated quite a bit for me but also for others because it was how do I say I'm the type of person like I've said before I (laughs) I guess you can call it obsessive or whatever because I'm a Gemini Mercury And because it's so close to my sun sign, I truly love figuring shit out. (laughs) I am an investigative type when it comes to learning something new. I don't, if it's interesting to me, it's not only interesting, but I want to know all of the details A through Z, okay? And studying human design for me was much like, I was clued in, I was in, I jumped right in, fully in. And it made so much sense. I practiced it immediately and immediately saw results. And so in those eight weeks, I really started to like pick up a lot of speed and understanding and mastery. And then 
I started to make this guide and it was like all of the pieces from astrology and um, my counseling background and my coaching background came together in such a specific way and a specific process that I'm kind of going to outline with you now. I'm not going to give it to you as directly as I can just because it's my process (laughs) and I want to hold it semi-dear to myself as I continue to use it with other people and as I work with other people now as I am getting back to that. But I started to see the common threads between all these things and how to synthesize everything so that you could truly be your best version and continue to evolve into your best version every single day and level up every single day. And it all happened when I realized that your design, whether it's astrology or human design, is all a story. Astrology is definitely that descriptive story. It's like the, the you know, like the Iliad. It's like, what is that type of poetry called? Epic poetry? Where it's like, I'm going to tell you this whole ass poem. And it's going to take me 80 pages, but I'm going to tell you this whole poem about you. That's what astrology is. And then human design is more like the manual where it's like, okay, flip to this page to find out how this does this. Flip to this page to find out how this needs this. They both describe you and your story. They both explain you, but one is definitely descriptive and the other one is prescriptive. And when you combine the two together, you start to see your life as a whole. It brings um, personification and embodiment to these charts. Now, I will say TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and all these things, there are a lot of like, as the more, I guess we could call it the more knowledgeable, more mature astrologers call it, it's called pop astrology. You know what I'm saying? It's the stuff where like you see the horoscopes in the magazine columns or you see the charts on sun sign compatibility things like Scorpios are not supposed to be with Capricorns or stuff like that. I'm just throwing stuff out there. I don't know if that's true or not because whatever, but (laughs) stuff like that, like that goes out there and people read it and they absorb it and they think that's all that that is supposed to be. And that distracts you from seeing the full picture. And so you, you might be like, let's say you're a Capricorn sun sign. You might be searching for a Virgo or a Taurus because they're both earth signs and you're also an earth sign. Or you might be searching for a Cancer because that's your sister sign and so there's some compatibility there a little bit. But your Venus placement is in Gemini, which is an air sign. And so that's why you also keep ended up connecting with Aquarius or Libras. Or maybe your Jupiter is in Sagittarius. And that's why you keep finding these Sagittarius rising signs. And you keep dating these Sagittarius rising signs. That's more about me. (laughs) I don't know how, but I keep finding these people 
friendship and dating that are they have major Sagittarius placements and that's probably connected to my Jupiter. So stuff like that. It's not surface level because even that is just one aspect of the full picture of you. But the way that pop astrology and the way that social media like paints astrology and human design is like, this is this and this is this and that's it. They're giving you the A's and sometimes the B's, but they're not giving you the A through Z's. They're not telling you the whole story. They're just telling you these minute things. And so that's what you think is just the way things work. But these are designed as a story. And when you're able to then see the full story, the full picture, you see your power and you see how your power has been wounded. Now, I am talking more in analogy here, but it is my belief based on spirituality, but also just on what I've seen in the charts that I've read now that I've read a lot of charts. Um, I've really gotten into chart reading. Uh, <laughs> I have seen quite a bit and I think one thing a lot of people miss is like your design is designed in the way to where you see your backward motion, essentially the ways that you are held back in life, the ways that you lean backwards and you backslide into things and the ways that you move forwards in life. There are a lot of markers for that. And your placements can indicate how you move forward or how you move backward. But people get so caught up in, can I figure out if I'm going to be famous? Or like this one person asked, like, what job should I have? I either want to be a doctor or a model. Does that like show up in my chart? Stuff like that, where it's like, Okay, but at the end of the day, if you're not working on the things that hold you back and pursuing the things that propel you forward, you can get that, but it's not it's not going to change anything really. So using this story in a way where you're seeing those things, you know, you're seeing where your Chiron is placed. That's an asteroid. It's a placement everybody has. Everybody has all of the planetary placements it might not be the same sign or same house, but everybody has all of the planetary placements. Sun through Pluto in Chiron, North Node, all of those. Everybody has all of them. And Chiron is an asteroid that shows you where you've been wounded in life and the trauma that you need to heal. Pluto shows you where you will be transformed in life. Your North Node shows you where you need to self-actualize toward and the things you need to pursue in life. Your south node will show you the ways that you hold yourself back and get lazy and you don't move forward in life. That's just a couple of aspects. Your sun sign is, yes, your identity, but it's also your ego. And sometimes, depending on how it's aspecting other planets, your ego is disrupting you from moving forward towards your north node. And sometimes your moon sign, which is your sensitivities and your habits and how you respond to things and your emotions are sometimes having an aspect to things that aren't so good for you or sometimes they're having aspects to things that are good for you. But then you also have Neptune next to that clouding your understanding. And if you're so busy trying to troubleshoot all these fine details, you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that there's a whole story in your chart. 
because you're looking for these tiny little things. And there's nothing wrong with trying to use predictive astrology to understand things. But if you're not also working on these bigger things, you are holding yourself back and you're slowing down your progress in life. And I'm a big person on progress. I love investing my time in progressing myself and I love investing my time in helping others progress. I've done it whether I was paid or not because I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite things. And it's sad to see people ask questions like, should I have kids and put up their birth chart? And I'm responding to them saying, but do you want them? That should have been a question you answered first before you put your birth chart out there, you know what I mean? And I feel like that person obviously had to have some knowledge about whether or not they had decent placements because why would they ask that and then put up their birth chart? You see what I'm saying? So I think that person had a general, maybe pop astrology-based idea but ultimately, what they really needed to do was see that big picture and work on those things, the things that wound them and the things that help them move forward. You can use human design to continue that process because now you know how to use your energy. And I've gone over the overview of human design, but just briefly, it is a synthesized process that uses multiple aspects of both spirituality and science. It uses bioenergetics. It also uses quantum mechanics and quantum physics, but it also combines the Kapalist tradition in um, Judaism and it combines um, Hindu Brahmin. It combines astrology, I Ching. So it's, it's a synthesization of practices. The founder was able to understand how these systems combine together in a way that is honestly so remarkable to me. And when he synthesized them, he was then able to articulate, this is what you're purposed for based on how you were uniquely designed, based on when you were born and how you're designed. And this is how your energy is used depending on what type of energy type you have. And we've discussed that before, so you can go back through my other episodes. But I feel like once you understand the story of your astrology, your astrological birth chart, you can then use human design to optimize on your energy, to optimize on your energy and build that life that you were destined to build anyway. Because here here's the thing, astrology and human design are not forcing you into a box. They're just telling you what you already are. <laughs> they're telling you what you already are and how you're already to be understood. Uh, and they're not telling you that you don't have free will. It's just literally saying like, your mind works this way, your heart works this way, your ego works this way, and you can choose to do what you want with that information, <laughs> but ultimately using this could move you forward or it could move you back depending on the decisions you make, but this is who you are. That's what they do. 
And so when you use them in tandem like that, you're able to then see like, now that I know that my ego gets in the way of my transformation, let's say you have your sun squaring your Pluto in this case. Your ego gets in the way of your transformation. One of those planets, the sun, is telling Pluto, your transformation, nope, <laughs> I do not want to evolve. I do not want to change. But if I use human design and I lean into my design type and my authority, I'm able to then practice how to use my energy in a way that tells my ego to cool it. Because when I use my ego, I'm up in my head. I'm just letting myself be all tough and stuff when I'm not destined to act like that. But when I lean into what grounds me, and if we're talking specifically in human design, your earth sign is what grounds you. And if I lean into my north node, which is also in human design, then I will transform. But I need to practice that. So just as a quick recap before I move forward, astrology and human design are not get-fix-quick schemes. They're not get-rich-quick schemes. They're not things you can do to troubleshoot every little problem you have. Don't put the cart before the horse. Understand your unique design because you are uniquely powerful. And when you look at the entirety of your charts, your birth chart and your human design body graph, you better understand the story of you. And you're not locked in to do anything. You simply just need to be you in your best way. And things will sort themselves out as they go. Now, let's build upon that. And I'll tell you the rest of like my framework. Moving forward, as the planets move, because they do, they're orbiting, they're constantly moving. Energy itself is constantly moving. The energy in the air, the energy in everything is constantly moving. Um, so obviously the planets do, right? <laughs> as they move, they shift into different spaces of the zodiacal wheel. But they also shift into different gates in human design because the human design gates go along the astrological wheel. Now this takes some visualization. So again, if you wanna just see the guide that I created, it's linked below. <laughs> I'm a visual person, so when I say this, I'm picturing it. I, I literally will sit down and look at the rave mandala in human design <laughs> to see where like when a planet's at this degree, this is what gate lights up. Like I like looking at it. But when those things happen, both in astrology and in human design, a transit is happening. A planet is moving because they move. And now that you know your story and you know your design, you can see how when the planets move, how that not only affects your specific design, but then how you can optimize on that, especially with human design, 
when a planet moves into a certain gate, it illuminates a gate that you might not have. You might not have the defined um, two gate, but you have the defined 14 gate, and that lights up a channel when the planet moves into that two gate, which actually I think currently it's illuminated. I have 14, I don't have two. So that's something specifically for me I, I can benefit from. And you can do the same thing as you learn how to read these things and you learn how to understand the transits. You can say, oh, the planets are moving here. I can reflect on that. And then I can make new choices based on how that affects me specifically. And it's kind of like winning a game in a way. It's like leveling up a video game. Once you understand how this level works, you can conquer it. And each transit is a new level. Now, it gets a little more complicated in astrology than human design because the transits there are a lot more layered. Whereas in human design, a planet transits and you don't have to focus that hard on like the aspects and how the planets talk to each other because they just individually light up certain gates and activate certain gates. So it's not as complicated there. But in astrology, I like to explain a birth chart as like a kaleidoscope. A planet is one layer, like the planets, they're one layer. The signs, the zodiac signs are another layer. The aspects between the planets are another layer. And then the houses that they land in is another layer. And they all have their own colored film, not only based on each layer, but also based on each specific thing. Let's just say all the houses are a shade of purple. All the aspects are a shade of red. All of the planets are a shade of orange. And all of the signs are a shade of yellow. They're all different shades, but they all belong to the same family, color family. And when you turn the kaleidoscope as the planets orbit, you get new pictures because these shades are stacked up upon each other. And so you might have a purple with a yellow there with a red and an orange and they're just moving along. They're moving along and you're getting new pictures as they move along. And you can peer into this lens, which I was telling a uh, client yesterday, your rising sign is often the lens with which you see, Oop, I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. Your rising sign is often the lens with which you see through the kaleidoscope. It's not necessarily a change to who you are as much as it's just like a tone, setting the tone for who you are. And so when you use that to look down into this kaleidoscope, now you're able to see the whole picture as it moves along. And then you can make a decision from there and you see this picture and you might think that, oh, this picture looks like a butterfly. And then you shift it and then you're like, oh, this picture looks like a firework explosion. And you see what I mean? Like they just, they keep changing and they keep moving and you can interpret them based on how your life is. And so now you can make these decisions. For example, for example, Jupiter is in Taurus and it just went retrograde yesterday. And I made 
a whole like series on how to optimize on Jupiter retrograde on my TikTok. And that's usually where I share these updates in time. I share tips and things you can do um, to optimize on it for free. I just say like, hey, try this. You can try this. Um, With Mercury retrograde in Virgo, I gave some tips that were less conventional. I talked about mindful eating because Virgo is all about your health physically and mentally and being consistent with your health. And I gave some nutrition related tips because it was the perfect time for that. And I'm a certified nutrition coach. So on TikTok, I share these things, these details, but I share them because I understand the story and I'm seeing how the story plays out based on these transits. And then I can give feedback as to like, okay, this is going to affect you here. This is going to affect you there. And here's some overarching tips on how everybody can use it. But then specifically, if you want those specific tips, we can talk about it for you specifically. And now we can put into practical, now we can put in practical steps in order to optimize on these things. For you, you might need to go do somatic exercises to release some trauma and release some pain and some pent up emotions. For the next person, they might need to do some shadow work meditations. For someone else, they might simply just need to start making lists of things instead of just letting their life look crazy. And for the next person, it might be that they need to um, confront some not so great habits that they had. And you see what I'm saying? Where you got the story, you understand the full picture, you, you know your design and you know how to optimize on it. You understand how the transits lay on top of each other to tell you like a forecast. It's raining today. It's cloudy today. It gives you that forecast. These transits give you that forecast. So now then you can activate those practical steps to get shit done that you need to get done anyway, that you're going to be prompted to do anyway. But now you know how to win and not just let life happen and then be like, damn, why do I feel like life is throwing everything at me and you're just like you don't know how to react or respond because you weren't able to decipher it it just feels like everything's happening to you and then you know you no longer then have to post questions on reddit about what business you should start based on your birth chart because you understand yourself so comprehensively and you understand transits so well, that you know that as long as you are healing wounds, addressing how you set yourself back, and moving forward to be the best version of yourself every day, you will know exactly what you need to be doing. (laughs) And you won't have to ask strangers on the internet what you should be doing with your life. This is the stuff that I love and I get into the nitty gritty for. Um, And I really poured so much of my intention into learning this because I intrinsically wanted to, but also because I am purposed to help people. That is my purpose. That's always been my purpose. I am purposed to help people. And I get excited and I get in my flow state when I help people see something, understand something, and then move forward. I love that. That is such a passion for me. I cannot explain to you. And I've always done it, whether paid or not. 
before I even studied counseling. And that's actually why I studied counseling. Something happened in a public space and a complete stranger approached me and I helped them self-actualize. I helped them understand. I helped them literally go from feeling heavy to feeling light. And I was like, wait a second. I need to switch my major and my minor because I'm minoring in counseling, but I think I need a major in counseling. That's why I even got into it because I know I'm purposed for that. That is a, it's a huge part of me and why I matter and why I exist and what I'm for in this timeline, in this time period. And so I poured myself into it because it matters deeply to me to see other people win in life, to see other people heal in life. I get excited with you. And that's why I created this guide. That's why I'm starting to open up coaching. That's why I'm doing readings now because I think I get it in a way that like now I just want other people to get it. (laughs) Because once you activate this in your life, how good life gets, I cannot express to you. My life has been radically changed in the last literally eight months, nine months, I guess nine months now as of recording this. By the time this comes out, it'll be 10 months. My life has radically changed. Even just, okay, it was September 3rd the other day and something kept telling me like something happened on this date. I just know it. And I I was trying to think back and I realized September 3rd of 2022 was when I went on my trip to Chicago. And my trip to Chicago was life-changing for me. Nothing massive happened, but it healed my heart. And as I learned astrology and astrocartography this year, I realized it's almost even not even a surprise. I didn't know (laughs) that going to Chicago was going to be like this. I just intuitively knew I wanted to go to Chicago and I was going to go. You see it in my vlog that I recorded. I knew I was supposed to go to Chicago and I didn't care. I was going to go and I went by myself and I had this trip and it was amazing. It unlocked so many parts of me that needed to be unlocked for all the events that happened since then. Because in October, I decided to be my real, actual, whole self without shame publicly. I tried, I, I showed that I'm no longer a Christian. I showed like who I actually am in public, in a space where I had felt so chained to past versions of myself and past reputations of myself. And then literally from October all the way through January, it was just like constant like shifts. And then January (laughs) was a big heartbreak and a big moment for me that forced me even further (laughs) into healing and growth. Then my Saturn return started in March. (laughs) And literally, I kid you not, I look back on September 3rd, 2022, and I'm like, damn, girl, you have no idea how your life is about to change. (laughs) But I'm also so happy because it all changed for a reason, and it brought me to this space, to where I do have that abundant mindset that I originally wanted to talk to y'all about. Like yesterday, and literally the last, like, three or four weeks, honestly, but especially like yesterday specifically, like I was just reflecting on how abundant and how joyful my mind is in ways I never expected to ever be, especially within like less than a year. 10 months ago, 
I was trying to figure out how to be myself on my own Instagram account. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And now I am myself, but I'm also secure in myself. I'm also confident in myself. I also love myself. I'm also proud of myself. Like I, who I am today could not have happened if it wasn't for those intuitive moments of me saying, I need to go to Chicago this weekend. Just a couple weeks later, I went to Boston and I continued to heal. I continued to let go of things that weren't working. I was forced to let go of some things that just weren't working, even when I didn't want to. I was forced to let go of things that happened earlier than they needed to. And I had to go through all of this healing. But I went through the process that I just explained to you in this podcast. And if you do not believe that I am a completely different person, I dare you to listen to the very first, not even the first, I dare you to listen to the third episode, my villain era episode that came out. I dare you to listen to that, that came out in March. And then circle back to this episode. And I promise you, you will have evidence that this actually does do something. This is not just a made-up process, and it's not just like this scammy thing where I tell you, I can change your life if you go click on this ad and watch this video for 10 minutes. <laughs> like, No, like this actually happened to me. And as I talk to other people and I help other people, I'm seeing it start to happen with other people. As I read more charts and I do these reports that I've been working on, and I really get into my flow with this. I've been really getting into it and sharing some wisdom with people and people are actually receptive and changing and activating new things in their life and they're self-actualizing into better versions of themselves. I have the evidence. I don't need anyone to tell me, oh, that doesn't work. I'm gonna look you dead in your face and say you're wrong and go find somebody else to bother because you have a limiting belief that I don't have. I'm not stuck in that mindset. I have an abundant mindset because I did the work, because I went through the experience and I see other people going through the experience. And so I'm gonna end this episode by literally just simply telling you, your life is a choice. What happens to you may not be totally up to you, but your life is a choice. And you can choose to be stuck or not. You can choose to be insecure or not. You can choose to be joyful or not. You can choose. You can choose to constantly ask these questions over and over each day and react and constantly be in more of a retroactive state than being proactive and progressive. You can choose that. That is totally up to you. 1000%, but I guarantee you that when you choose that, you are not being the best you can be. And I want to inspire you to stop looking at these minute things as such big things. I know it's hard sometimes because they feel big, they feel massive. But just take some steps back, look at this big picture, and get the wisdom you need so you can move on and move forward. 
because as you heal how uh, however you need to heal as you evolve and grow into however you need to be you will start to see what actually is a real issue and what isn't and you will continue to flourish this is not a woo woo come out of nowhere things just magically million dollars fall into your lap that i mean i i guess technically you know, nothing's impossible. I guess that could happen. <laughs> but really, this is just simply, do you want to have an abundant life or not? Do you want to recognize your unique power or not? You need to make that choice for yourself. And when you do, everything else will work out as it's supposed to. Hopefully the best outcome, you're believing in that, and that is what you will experience. It might not work the way you expect it to, but it will work. That's a choice that you are to make for yourself. And if there's anything you ever hear me say, ever, again, for the rest of my life, the rest of your life, I hope it's literally just that, that you have a choice in how you respond to life and how you live your life. So what are you going to do? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Before you move on to the next one, I just want to encourage you to share this with a friend that you believe needs to hear this word. Feel free to also answer the Q&A and poll questions here on Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe and follow on YouTube, TikTok, Apple, or Spotify. Thanks again, and I hope you have an incredible rest of your day.